0: Recognize that? What <laughs> <It> is? <laughs> alaikum <alaykum>, everyone. Uh, <laughs> welcome to today's uh, unscripted podcast with your host Salman Butt, and we have a special guest, uh, Rashad Strick. Asalaamu alaikum.
1: Thanks
0: as you you've probably already recognized, Rashad is uh from the very famous among Muslims and maybe even non-Muslims uh series, Ertrul, Uh it's actually called Dirilish Ertrul. And uh yeah. Um you'll be pleasantly surprised some of you to know that he's an Aussie. And this is our first Aussie that we first Aussie we've had? I think, so. I think it's the first Aussie we've had on the show, so wow. congratulations. Thanks. Um I'm a big fan fan of Aussies all the way from uh, Australia all the way from Down Under okay. since I was a kid you know I was uh, deeply impacted by Crocodile Dundee but uh, I don't think I should have been watching that I don't know what the rate, age rating is on that but then there was of course the, the late and great Steve Irwin mm. what a beauty He's, he was a real man you know no offence but he was so you know mean, Steve Irwin right? no you don't know Steve Owen. He's like your country's most prized export other than Foster's. Steve Owen, the the real Crocodile d- Dundee. Steve Owen. All right. Yeah, the, yeah, the yes, yes, yes. The guy who
1: yeah. died of the stingray. Yes, yeah, okay, yes.
0: Yeah. Tragically tragically killed. Martyr. Martyr even, someone say. But he was, uh, he was a real G. Okay. As we say around here. Yeah. I mean, if you can jump on a crocodile and start wrestling him.
1: He's pretty legit. He was he was really legit, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people that nowadays, they try and act like, you know, big men and, and you know, they couldn't catch a snake. They'd just run away. Yeah. But he would be like, you know, but there's you a know. snake, I'm going to catch it, I'm going to wrap it around my neck, and then I'm going to ethically, you know, release it back into the world. So Ertrul, yeah. So uh, how did you, as an Aussie, end up, firstly in Australia? Because I did a bit of background research on you, not in the creepy sense, <laughs> but uh, in the Wikipedia sense. Okay. Uh, you're from your father was from Bosnia, correct? Yes. And you you somehow ended up in Australia, the wonderful Australian accent, and then you in a in this hit Turkish TV serial, and you've you've uh, you visited Hollywood as well, so I think you are the first Aussie, and you are the first actor we've had on this uh program. I think should I okay, should, right? I should get a other than out myself, other than myself. I mean, I was pretty good at drama, really, uh, in in high school. Yeah,
1: did you do any plays or anything?
0: uh No, but <laughs> <You're just laughs> actually, yeah, telling that, stories joking, to people or something. No, no, no I mean. I, they did make. I, I grew up in an area where there is a lot of Asians, so they they used to make us act out like <laughs> Hindu, like Hanuman and Ganesh and that kind of stuff. But and but you are really good I, at that. I was really good at that, but I don't, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, my drama teacher said, you know, Salman, you got a Korean drama. Uh, my music teacher, Stakhrulah, said you got Korean music. My art teacher said you got Korean art. The science teachers were like, get out of my class, you cheeky little bleep bleep bleep. And I ended up doing science all the way, A-levels. And really? Just to show them. That you can do it. I can do it. But I enjoyed, I enjoyed drama. How did you get into acting?
1: Uh, from a young age, uh, my mother... Uh, I have dyslexia. Mashallah. So it, mean, it mean, um, basically means that I'm r- creative. I'm right-sided brain. So it's like I'm using my right side a lot more. So uh, I was very creative as a kid. And mm. my mother encouraged me to... Uh, just explore that and and through drama, so mm. I started doing a lot of drama classes outside of school and uh, that sort of after school I ended up getting to a university for mm. for acting and Later on doing some TV shows in Australia Going to Hollywood and doing a bunch of films there and later on I, I ended up uh, going to Bosnia where my father's from, just for a vacation, and I met my wife, we got married, and <coughs> I was going backwards and forwards between Los Angeles and uh, Sarajevo, and ended up moving to Sarajevo.
0: Awesome. What do you do there now?
1: Now, I, I have a cafe and a coffee roasters, and that's just like a side business, like just like I enjoy that. I, I love good coffee, so mm-hmm. uh, I decided to do that. My wife has a, a tourism agency. And she... You said tourism, yeah? Tourism, yeah. Okay, not tourism. terrorism.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very sim- similar. We're not <laughs> hiring terrorists. <laughs> uh, not anymore.
1: Yeah. So, so, uh, so my wife is working on, on, on the tourism side and I, I still work with Turkey. Uh, how we ended up in Turkey was a, a bizarre thing as well. And a producer invited us to, for, invited me to come out and play roles out there. I just thought it was mm. ludicrous because I don't speak a word of Turkish, <laughs> and I was like, "Why would you need me? Your population is eight, eight, eighty million people. You don't mm. need me." And, and they really needed me, and they paid for me to learn Turkish for one year.
0: Really? Yeah. You learn Turkish just for for money. <laughs> 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 That's the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah nothing, Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I learned Turkish. I, I don't know what that means, but... I just... Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I learned Turkish. Yeah. and after after, after It was quite impressive for me, because I yeah. just thought I would never be able to learn another language in my life, yeah. and, you know, it takes me about, like, three months to, like, learn a small surah or something like <laughs> It's just, like, I'm always, like, keep forgetting they, things. They, that.
0: You can probably tell that you're not a native speaker there, right? Or did you learn to that? level uh, that you can trick some people
1: yeah people get quite confused really yeah they get quite nice. confused because I, just until I start a deep conversation then they work me out and they're like <laughs> well you know from here I put that accent on so like, like and the isms you know the little tics yeah, and isms yeah, yeah, yeah. that they have like Turks they're like when they don't like something like
0: ah, yeah. know. So okay nice so that was before Ertrul, or that was yeah, for no,
1: no that was before Ertrul. so
0: I mean Ertrul has been massive over here I don't know about uh, Australia, the, oh, it's, but like, Muslims are going crazy all, about it.
1: All over the world.
0: Do you think that was by design?
1: No. Uh, okay, so there was, with with the, the ruling party in Turkey, they pretty much ordered to have some projects about identity and culture and history. Yeah. Uh, one of them was uh, a modern Sherlock Holmes like, 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 not modern, but like an Ottoman Sherlock Holmes, mm. right? <laughs> and the other one was uh, yeah. to preserve history, you know, and pres- preserve Dean as well, because yeah. uh, it's quite an important thing that you know, before this TV show, uh, if you wore hijab on television, yeah. you were known as a fool or. Or an uneducated person mm. or, or a cleaner, you know. You only yeah. had hijab on Turkish television as a cleaner. So this broke a lot of barriers. And for that
0: how to to that list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean it's powerful, you know, the we're always talking about how Dawah needs to be dynamic. Um and this has impacted many more people than perhaps I don't want to say in a bad way, than, you know, like a like an imam or a khatib or an Islamic speaker giving lectures, they can influence some people in, in some p- a particular way, but this is like a massive, you know, large-scale thing. I think this is the kind of like, you know, the the, the the printing press, what the printing press was maybe in the, the modern era. Mm. This is, the you know, TV, film, that kind of stuff. I think this is as powerful if not more powerful when it comes to reaching masses and, and you know, with a message. Because when I saw it I saw I've only seen the first series Because I don't have Enough time to watch Yes so It's, it's quite long. really really long You really need like a year For each series But I really You know I really enjoyed it I mean I was hooked On the first episode uh, And that's because A sheikh actually Told us to watch it was <laughs> sheikh was really weird oh, sheikh really Like we really love And respect He's like Have you heard about this program People are asking about it And whatever And so I saw like The first episode And I was hooked And I knew it was like you know, kind of pro-Muslim propaganda stuff. But yeah. I was like, we've been growing up being the baddies yeah, for well, so many <laughs> decades. <laughs> it's about time we've got one, you know, who's the, the, the Muslim is a good guy. And,
1: yeah. it's, it's, it's quite uh, unbelievable, actually, mm. that, that since, I don't know, forever, we haven't had any mm. any TV show supporting any role model or historical figure in our history. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we we have such a rich culture, and we have such like rich, rich history, mm-hmm. amount of uh, scholars, warriors, inventors, all kinds of stuff. But we, we've never actually made anything yeah, about these yeah. people to preserve or educate in another mm-hmm. medium about these people, and it's quite unfortunate. What do you think
0: it is about ertrul though? Because
1: I I, listen, I think this I, straight up, I think it's the program,
0: like, not the guy. <laughs> He's a, no, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. What I
1: think about the program is, is that uh it's just in, in the Ummah there was such a drought for this yeah. for this. So it could have been in, in Vietnamese or any other language. I think the Ummah would have watched it. Yeah. It's because we're so hungry for it. For you subtitles. Know? <laughs> Obviously. <Yeah. laughs> or dubbing. Yeah. dubbing. Are they
0: dubbing, uh, some people say dubbing doesn't get the same effect, the drama.
1: Well actually half of the half of the actors are dubbing really? in, in Turkish. Oh, There's a okay. Turkish speaking actor yeah. in Dublin Turkish.
0: Nice. Why is that? Uh, just because... Yeah, screwed up the lines. No, n- it's... Well, it's
1: easy to screw up the lines because uh, they, they're shooting one episode a week. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're basically yeah. making one film in a week. Mm.
0: So each original episode is like two and a half so- hours or something, right?
1: Each episode is like between one hour and one hour and 45 minutes.
0: Ah, okay. Because on Netflix, I heard they split them up.
1: Yeah, Netflix have a system... And they, they like to, you yeah. know, go by their system. So they're like, oh, no, we do things like this. So mm. so the Turks had to rearrange everything and split every episode up into yeah. two or three or something.
0: So um, how many people do you reckon, do, do they have stats? How many people it's reached? Uh, I, I, I don't
1: have that stat, but I know about a year ago, or a year and a half ago, they, they sold to 70 countries. And that was that was then, so I mean it's so just a series, a, yeah, so it's like yeah. growing and growing
0: and growing nice, that's power man, I mean, do you think it's uh, it's presumably sparked off other similar projects right in Turkey and elsewhere, you know,
1: yeah, that's the thing, uh some other people tried to do things, but I don't think they had the same need as as the producer, mm. and you- can, you can tell when you watch that stuff there's a couple of films that came out, and it's like to do with. Sultan Fati's uh, right-hand man, or something like that. Mm. But the guys—they they look like they've got all makeup on, and they, they look like they just look. But like, like uh, brave, proper braveheart. Steve no, it's not just that they—they they look like they're barbaric, like mm. more than they should. So they're not serving, you know, not serving the Muslim ummah at all. They're not serving like like a, good a role, role models. models. Yeah. So mm. it's, it's quite clear when you see that you're like, mm, it's not. right. So
0: the producer, you you, you mentioned his niyat, his intention. Uh, you, you know him quite well I and mean, about his background and his, his desire for the series
1: yeah I, I, yeah yeah he he was pretty on point right, with, with his need and his intention and, and mashallah and it's not easy for him it's mm. really because he he's surrounded by a, a, a sector secularist yeah sec- sector that, and you know for him to accomplish what he's accomplished it's mashallah yeah. and no other TV show has done that
0: mashallah are you sad they <laughs> What? Are you sad that you're not part of it, part of it anymore? I don't no. want to release uh, any spoilers. I'm not, s- I'm
1: not sad. It's, uh, it's yeah, season yeah. one, by the way. I It's season one. You disappear in season
0: one. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, Spoiler on alert. On. <laughs> yeah, so, obviously, not broken off about it. <laughs> not bitter at all. They killed so off your character. I
1: die. <laughs> Unfortunately, I die. I'm murdered. <laughs> Shaheed Shaheed, yeah, inshallah, Jannah, yeah. inshallah, Janna.
0: Janna. You'll see Omar there. Yeah, the original. him maybe Jannah, maybe even Ibn Arabi too. I don't you know. know about that. <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh, kind of critics of Ibn Arabi have become fans because of this program uh, <laughs> because <laughs> they like you know we heard all this weird stuff by Ibn Arabi but I've seen enough Earthsoul to know that he's a good guy generally. <laughs> Even though historically, there's probably not that much. Uh, someone said there's only like a few pages in history books, actually, about Ertugrul Ghazi, um, and a lot of it is kind of it's a t- it's a TV show. It's a TV show, me. you know. So like you need to add some spice in there, absolutely, not, not like a History Channel thing or Discovery Channel thing, like with Steve Owen.
1: No, he was real. Yeah. He was like he was legit.
0: Yeah, mashallah. We need more people like him, and Ertugrul as well. Yeah. Muslim Steve yeah. Irwin yeah. Yeah, yeah Steve Irwin amazing so tell us about your stint with Hollywood then because I had I saw the um, clip of you in the Dean show with Eddie um, you were talking about stuff in Hollywood
1: yeah uh, so Los Angeles Hollywood is a place where you can dreams come true right all the opportunities, haram dreams, uh, oh, haram <laughs> dreams
0: could be halal. It um, depends. Halal ones too, depends. It,
1: mm. it depends. <laughs> Where you go, what you do, and <laughs> and how much you want to sell yourself, yeah. basically. Uh, however, I've, I've seen things happen there that like really quick. Unfortunately for me, uh, I had like a, a certain amount of principles principles that like lines I didn't want to cross uh, in terms of Islam. Uh, a lot, of, lot to do with playing a, a lead, leading man mm. in every film you have a kissing or something like that. And it's like, it's, it's almost impossible. So if you want to be there, you have to do that.
0: Even if you're not acting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse, I feel for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Hollywood is an amazing place. It's, yeah. it's a, such a synergy. It's such a, a great place for, for work, for opportunities in that uh however i just found myself in a hole there and i was doing films i was getting a lot of offers but Mm. i just didn't feel that you know my life was going where i wanted it to go even though um this is getting famous and things like that Mm. and and things great things were happening in terms of ego and that and this dunya but i was like you know what i need to get married and i was 28 i was like i should have been married by now Mm. I'm i'm gonna get married young so I ended up going to Bosnia, and that kind of changed my life.
0: Sure. So how, um, let's rewind the back of it, a few decades. Um, how did you end up in Australia from Bosnian extraction?
1: Uh, my father migrated in something like 1965 to yeah. Australia.
0: Is that because of, that no, wasn't because of the war, that was before the war, right?
1: Yeah, that was like uh, after Second second war. But second there, was, there war. was like a stu- huge stress of mm. communism at that time. Because the the yeah, com- yeah. the p- p- partisans won the war against the uh, the Bosnians who we were fighting with the Nazis, but mm. we were like protecting Jews and all that sort of stuff. Because yeah. Bosnians are very very close with Jews, uh, Muslims, and so after the, the communism, we during communism, we a, a lot of practicing Muslims would go missing. Mm. And there was all kinds of crazy stories about that. How how to be a muslim it's basically just like west china right now yeah yeah you know? so my father and his mother ended up migrating to australia met my mother my mother is an australian i'm like seventh generation australian uh and they got married i had four boys my mother became muslim and muslim. she started going to like a dresser and that sort of stuff on weekends and and she educated our whole family. She was like the rock of the family, Allah. Oh, no. And she's still with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah is a she, blessing. She's in in, in Sydney with oh. with my other three brothers. And what was she
0: before she converted? Ca- Catholic, Catholic. 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 They're very quite religious, normally, yeah. aren't they? Catholics. Catholics. Hey. Yeah. Generally, so a lot of um, I know a lot of Catholics who became Muslim, and even. Um, like even in the some of the, the learned people with, uh, with regards to their scripture. I remember one brother, he was he um, his name's Chris. Uh, he he converted and he was at a job somewhere. And uh, he was having a conversation with another guy. And um, he accidentally kind of said, Inshallah or something. <laughs> he didn't know, the the guy didn't know he was Muslim. He said, like, what did you say? He said, oh, I said, Inshallah, it means blah, blah, blah. And it's giving the whole, yeah, I'm Muslim whatever. And then the guy was like, no, no, don't worry, I'm Muslim too. <laughs> He's like, I'm from, I forgot which South American country.
1: Venezuela.
0: I don't know, I don't know. He said, my I was like really brought up as kind of strict Catholic. My grandmother, I'm like very knowledgeable in our scripture. Before I left my city, she said, she's like Catholic and knowledgeable in the scripture. She said, my son, you know, when you leave this place and you go to you know, across the world, um, look for the followers of the new prophet, the last prophet, because you know he was supposed to come. Um, and you know uh, he, when he, when he, when he arrived in England, he started researching and he came across these Muslims and Alhamdulillah he was guided. Um, but these people, so you know they, I, I don't know about kind of Protestants and that kind of, but some Catholics at least, you know, they have they have uh, still the signs in their scriptures that they're using, um, and uh, waiting for. You know uh or we're expecting a prophet to come after isa so yeah a lot of them are um you know ripe for dawah mm.
1: yeah.
0: um when how's the dawah scene in in, in australia generally is it's it kind of
1: quite active
0: quite yeah. very active yeah, yeah
1: it's really interesting australia Australia's like become basically a majority atheist country pretty similar to the rest of the world but uh it's quite funny that Muslims are always noticed. I think that's because they're active or mm. so active. So, like, everyone's noticing, oh, Muslims are doing something, Muslims are doing something. It's just because we're actually practicing our religion. Yeah. And I think it would
0: be. What's the percentage there? Muslims, you know? It's about, about three. three maybe
1: maybe uh, three, four. Three, four.
0: Oh, I think in the UK we're 5%. That was as of 2011.
1: What about in London?
0: London is like a uh, hundred and twenty percent. <laughs> if you follow some of the right-wing, uh, far-right websites, or whatever, take right. a Londonistan, they call it. Londonistan. Yeah, it's. Uh, they say it's something like one out of every eight babies born is a Muslim. Is that right? One out of eight or one in seven or, one in seven. One in seven or something like that. So babies, we got we to get it to one in every four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, <laughs> Freaked you I think shut down Your podcast <laughs> yeah. One day I'm not saying uh, To Reduce everyone else as We're saying To increase ours You know
1: Yeah
0: but No one else Is having kids anymore It's like My uh, no, kids are great Kids are good Yeah know, kids are You got kids?
1: Good. Yeah I've got three kids what should I should say kids? man
0: We have so much in common Really? You got yeah. three kids? Yeah three yeah. boys
1: Three boys no, I got two mm-hmm. girls and a boy How old?
0: Five, seven, nine.
1: Five. Yeah, Yeah. so they're
0: going to school. Uh, They're homeschool actually. Oh
1: really? Yeah,
0: even though we're we're not in London technically, we live in Slough now. I was born and raised in West London. Okay. But uh, yeah, we homeschool, homeschooling is a big thing here. Yeah. Uh, We've got a community there in Slough and West London as well.
1: Great. So your kids have a lot of time on their hands. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They don't
0: watch all yet. I wanted them to, once they get old enough to, 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 to deal with all the blood and gory and stuff um i would like to for them to watch just to you know get that muslim kind of hero role model kind of thing um but i don't think they have the same um need for it as yeah. maybe general kids do because they don't watch that much i mean a lot of the the tv programs and stuff now they're more representative. They see brown faces and Muslims and that kind of stuff in normal, not playing the just playing the terrorist, but <laughs> just playing the the it's normal it's, characters and stuff.
1: I think I think that's a quite interesting subject to talk about. Actually, uh, mm. the modern day uh, films and themes and mm. all that sort of stuff. It's, it's pretty much uh, it's pretty much all the same. Everything's pretty much the same, and especially with the, all these Marvel stuff and all that. Yeah, sex, the ide- ideology of Ural and it's quite scary and, and really it, it, it's quite scary if, if you if you go into it not knowing because these people just believe in that stuff they're like they actually go to sleep at night thinking about oh there's there's a Wolverine and stuff like that <laughs> they like, like think, oh and they're, yeah, they're just, but it was they're spending so much energy and brain cells thinking about that sort of stuff yeah. you know
0: but it was based on a real character right Wolverine like historically yeah.
1: historically uh,
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding by the way I'm not that thick <laughs>
1: I was about to break down for you <laughs> but.
0: But Professor X was
1: huh? Professor X I, yeah. I didn't watch that much <laughs> I, I think I watched the first Wolverine
0: <laughs> so, guys sorry to butt in eh? but if you're enjoying this podcast please head over to com forward slash donate to help us make more and if you're not enjoying it head over anyway and help us make better ones um, my kids, alhamdulillah, they don't have the same need in terms of, because when I grew up, I just saw Muslims playing the terrorist or maybe the shopkeeper or something. But um, it wasn't as kind of, it's not as kind of just white. Every, all the goodies are white and the baddies are kind of dark-skinned. That was like really in everything when I was, when I was growing up. Even Crocodile Dundee were joking about earlier. That scene where he's like, that's not a knife, this is a knife. You know that that does the kind of uh, you know white savior of the 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 white woman and all the baddies were black then. Yeah. <laughs> so I Amer- mean, it's black it's, Americans though. Like, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, the Australians
1: were Aboriginal. Yeah. Right, so, you mm. were the good guys.
0: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so growing up in Australia, did you have uh, what kind of stuff did you watch? What kind of? uh but things affected you, maybe had an impact on you, film, in terms of film or drama or something like that?
1: We used to watch, watch uh, a lot of sport, a lot of cricket. So I used to watch a lot of cricket. Mm-hmm. My brothers, I met the whole Pakistani cricket team, West Indies cricket team, all the cricket teams I met when I was a kid, like standing there getting their signatures and the autographs mm-hmm. and their, Uh sport. Did
0: you meet but, him Khan?
1: Yeah, I met him. Really? Two or three times. Adelaide, yeah. almost every year they come. What a beauty. Amazing. back then. He was, he <laughs> was amazing. Really,
0: really. They used uh, to. I don't know if it's like just fanboys or whatever, but they used, they say that he used to be the, the only one who, uh, when he was at, uh, in the UK, I think Cambridge, Oxford or something, he used to be the only one who would pray and that kind of stuff and wouldn't uh, drink alcohol and um, had some principles and stuff. MashaAllah. I don't know if that's just uh, his fans talking, but it seems to be a really.
1: But s- we seem to be spreading that really out there supporting that <laughs> idea because that's a good idea. It's a good idea, mashaAllah. <laughs>
0: No, that we, when yeah. you Google Salman Butt, i.e. my name, yeah, uh, you get kind of there's a disgraced Pakistani cricketer, as you know, might know if you still follow it. Oh, my was my kind of in prison for ma- match fixing and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, right on, right yeah. on. <laughs> I remember that. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> so if
0: you, if you Google my name, that's all you'll find, which is kind of good because you know if Someone's snooping around, they'll just find info about that guy. Okay. Any haters out there? Um, yeah so you watched a lot of uh, sport what what kind of stuff did you what kind of film did you
1: watch? Uh, all, all kinds of films I, I was
0: were you affected by, by impacted
1: I think the m- the main thing that, that really touched me was Star Wars and, and The Message so I had The Message and both of those when I was four years old I'd be coming home at four and I'd be my kid, my my brothers would go to school and I'd be just watching that all day, like one mm. or the other. And like the Star Wars was like a really bad version of recording on VHS, it's like on long play VHS. And like we mm. missed like the first <coughs> first I don't know fifteen minutes of it, mm. and, and then it started. So I used to watch that. I really remember watching that. And then uh, the message I was always into the message, and because my middle name is Hamza, what and sure. my I think my mother named me. Rashad Hamza strict because uh, she watched the message. And actually, when she first watched it in mm. cinema before she married my father, uh, she was really confused. She was like, "Why are these Muslims killing Muslims?" Like she just thought all Arabs were the same. Like she was <laughs> like, what "These Muslims." So my father had to like try to explain it. I don't think he did a good job, yeah. but but later on, my mum uh, she loved that film. I mean, it's I beautiful. love that. That was a
0: powerful film.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's a series f- as well. An Omar series. I love that NBC. Yeah, I watched that was that. powerful as well. Yeah, that
1: was beautiful. That's such a beautiful. Series. I think that
0: was um, that was made in in um, close consultation with scholars as well to keep it accurate, yeah, historically, I, and so.
1: I think anything religious <laughs> will be. Mm. I don't think the religion was made with uh, <laughs> scholars, but yeah. but
0: uh, but the thing that the the with the Sahaba is the problem with portraying them is uh, I know some people are saying that when they saw the message. Then they saw Anthony Quinn doing other stuff. It was like uh, messed with their heads a bit. Mm. So with the guy who played Omar Dilawar in Omar series, I think they had contractually that you can't play anyone else for x number of years. I heard this. You Yeah. Heard that? yeah for a few years, you can't play anyone else because I don't know. It's part of the image of the 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 Heiba, the the aura of the character or something. Interesting. And uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting thing. But um, yeah, that, that's a bit more recent, though. So, what 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 kind of down the like the message? Star Wars. What kind of uh, other stuff did you see?
1: All kinds of films. Uh, mm. A lot, a lot of other I- than, indie you know, films. Steve Irwin
0: uh, didn't really know much about him
1: until today. <laughs> uh, so, a, a lot of indie films. A, a lot of festival films. A lot. Of, uh, listen, I I was never really into like fantasy, like I mentioned mm. before, X Men or all, all that Marvel stuff, because it's just false it's just this uh the philosophy of, of those stories mm. it's just it's all just false so basically he's just saying that, that zeus is here and then boom, it's just the same sort of stuff it's not real and i i just <laughs> i'm sorry guys but, uh, but i i'm i'm it's more real <laughs> i'm i'm more into you must uh,
0: hate wwf and wwe and all that <laughs> no that's real man
1: <laughs> <laughs> this not fake yeah, I, I've never watched that
0: yeah. stuff in my life My dad used to not let me watch that He was an actual wrestler in real life Really? Yeah, rahimahullah He was like a champion of Punjab back in the day Really? In freestyle wrestling So he was like really yeah. anti this Did guy it, He was like, these guys, these guys are just actors How dare you watch that? I was like, okay That's why. Yeah. Right. So, Did he teach you anything? Uh, no He
1: really?
0: was like, this is uh, I think he made a promise to our mum back in the day
1: Oh so your mom she's
0: like mom, no blood sports. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's like, okay. I am Um yeah, so
1: so I I basically uh once I started university, mm-hmm. I started really getting into festival films, like watching festival films. So th- what that means it means like uh films that are made with low budgets, yeah. films that are made to uh that they have something to say, that are about certain topics and mm-hmm. I think they that's the kind of thing that I, I'm drawn to. I, I, mm. I love I love it when a film says something.
0: Are you Are you interested in continuing that acting and, and maybe being involved in... I'm developing something like at that? the moment. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm still working. I have my own TV show in Turkey. Oh,
0: okay, uh,
1: currently. Currently. I just came back from the Philippines. Yeah. It's quite similar to Steve mm. Owen. I don't know why. <laughs> 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 but it's actually quite similar. That's why I have the hat. Yeah. I wear the hat. and If you look it up on Instagram or... or it's similar to... Yeah, it's pretty similar. It's it's about so so you
0: contract contractually obliged to pretend to not know who Steve Owen was.
1: <laughs> Steve Owen. <laughs> so uh, so it's a it's called uh, a new member of the family, and with, uh, like so the government television, mm. they they come up with these ideas, brainstorm and and they wanted a family documentary. Mm. They wanted to to reunite families in Turkey to, to make it stronger family you're nice. stronger because you have strong families you have strong societies, strong country Turkish mentality nice. so uh, they asked they, they asked me if I wanted to play in this uh, TV show about a man that goes and joins a family the family makes absolutely no money but have the most craziest jobs in the world from like honey hunting in the Himalayas <laughs> to, to like diving for pearls to like anything that's like crazy mm. like like bullfighting bull bull whatever like just these, these jobs that they have to so i've pretty much traveled all around the world in the Sounds last year it's been amazing and, and it's
0: I'm, a documentary real style real life basically it's ba-
1: basically so i I'll, I'll eat the way the family eats mm. like with my hands everything i eat with them i cook with them i sleep with them in their house i mm. i do everything with them whatever they're doing i'm doing nice so where have you been uh, first episode we started in Nepal, we went up the Himalayas, there was one, one uh, Hindu family there, and then we went to Indonesia, we ended up going through all, majority of the islands of Indonesia, Sumatra, uh, nice. we were in Sulawesi, we were in Java, and then we ended up going to what, Cambodia, Thailand, Philippines, uh, Malaysia, We've been to, we went to Boston, we went to Turkey, we went to Morocco. And next, we are going to Ethiopia.
0: Anshallah. so When do you get time to sp- spend with your own family then? <laughs>
1: my wife's going to kill me. So nice. like, <laughs> <I'm just> like,
0: <laughs> you're spending time with everyone else's family except yours. <laughs>
1: well, my daughter got really jealous when um. I started sending photos. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is my sister. She was like, what? Yeah. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> She's like oh, I'm not going to talk to you. Oh, so. uh,
0: man. So they give you enough breaks in between, right? To
1: yeah, no, it's, it's quite scattered. The schedule is yeah. quite scattered through the year, right. so... Uh, that's a blessing that uh, you know mm. it allows me to run mm. my coffee shop and roastery and see my family and, mm. and work on other projects on the side. It's all about
0: mind. quality time, I guess, spending with your family.
1: Yeah, my wife just makes me do everything yeah. on this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, there's some scholars I remember, they uh, some scholars of Sira, they did a calculation how long the Prophet ﷺ was in each of his wives' houses, like per month. They kind of Subtracted all the The kind of campaigns And the battles And that kind of stuff And travelling And they said Each wife Per month He spent like Two and a half days On average Two and a half nights But they didn't complain Because it was like Quality time When you're spending So it's not about yeah. Just kind of spending Time So that's like, like, as that's like 20 days away
1: or something. Yeah if you have uh, four wives, if you had four wives, yeah. technically speaking, if you had four wives. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you had four wives, you'd
0: uh, you you go <laughs> one I'm public one. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. But uh the uh yeah, it's about quality time. So when you're there, it's not just kind of um you know, just sitting there watching T V but uh may might be, but quality time watching together or, you know, spending time with the kids together. And kind of making memories and stuff with the kids
1: actually I, I think there's also a hadith uh, uh, that you divide your day in three mm. like uh, a third for work a third for Islam a third for family
0: okay
1: yeah. I've heard that Shana, maybe it's hadith maybe it's <laughs> not hadith <laughs> don't, don't it some Sheikh's going to be this guy some
0: sheikh tell me <laughs> we can Google it what? No. <laughs> Ibn Arabi's um Ibn Arabi's <laughs> Ibn Arabi he came me to you in that. a dream and.
1: <laughs> no it was actually just off camera he was just telling me that stuff <laughs>
0: His alarm went off. <laughs> oh, time for Islam. <laughs> it's <three> o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 <three> o'clock. <laughs> so, how's the um, you're, you're based in Bosnia, right? So, I'm one of the brothers from uh, uh, Aira. You know, Ay'ira? they're involved in dawah like all across the world, mashallah. And um, they said that Bosnia is ripe for, for dawah, um, like. I've heard also that there's a lot of uh, political kind of tensions brewing under the surface. I met the um, I met some MPs in Muslim uh, members of parliament in um, from Bosnia. On this call, I met the, met the first hijabi MP. Oh uh, really? Yeah, in uh, in thi- Bosnia.
1: This is from physical?
0: Uh I don't know where she's from. Her name's uh, Samra. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we are at this training course. Um, not that kind of training, but different times. <laughs> um. Just put that out there, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, I think, in uh, Bosnia, I think they're trying to increase their tourism, um, tourism as well. But they were saying that <laughs> these uh, the sister was saying that there's a lot of tensions brewing under under the surface. Uh, so there's
1: always going to be tensions there uh, mm-hmm. because Bosnians, like during the split up of the '90s war of former yugoslavia bosnians were so welcoming by saying hey this is all our country when technically mm. they should have been just ethnic cleansing like the other countries were mm. uh just killing all muslims and all that we should have been doing that i'm sorry about that. <laughs> but but it's just it's just we don't have a country now because uh we were so welcoming we're like oh no no come 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 you're be, be part of us and then they all just uh mm. committed genocide and all that and in the end we we don't really have an identity we don't have mm. a flag we don't have a national anthem we don't have anything it's like mm. it's quite quite frustrating although we're the, the majority of the population uh by far by, by like i think we're like uh i think we're about 60 percent
0: and muslims, are all bosnians bosnian. muslims
1: yeah so if you say you're bosnian that means you are muslim because mm. the 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 catholics and mm. orthodox in bosnia they they they're so nationalist they're not even on their own dean they're so nationalist that they say that they're serbians or, or mm. croatians although they're born and bred and their grandfathers are born and bred in bosnia it's like it's like, mm. it's like they, they are bosnians but they just it's just the confusion of the war. Mm. uh why is bosnia a problem in europe because it's the only uh muslim state it is it is actually mm. uh, a muslim country uh, if if you think about it, um, technically it's not, but Muslim majority. But yeah, we we mm. we are a Muslim country, and we have been for five hundred years since Sultan Fatih came, mm. and uh, it's full of natural resources. You know with the wood in, the wood industry there is mm. huge. a lot of wood, a lot of forestry. We have a lot of uh, water, so it's it's quite a big deal.
0: It Used to be called the uh, the princess of the Ottoman Khilafah or something, isn't it? of the Ummah, because of the the natural beauty and stuff there,
1: of, of the people.
0: No, no, no. I've never heard that in my yeah. life. Uh, yeah. I've, I've never heard that.
1: Uh, I know that Sarajevo is, is yeah. was dubbed as the uh, European Jerusalem because you have a synagogue masjid uh churches or, or everything mm. is within 100 meters from each other and everyone was living in, in, like, in coexistence with each other and that that mm. was a, a remarkable uh proof of coexistence in in modern day and in yeah. the last what 500 years we'll mm.
0: find you know mm. i mean there's this guy uh douglas murray uh it's really nasty kind of piece of work, neocon and he was like you know in order to Reduce terrorism in Europe. You need to reduce the number of Muslims. Less Islam is less terrorism. And people <laughs> Bosnia is one of the case studies where you're saying that there's actually loads of countries where there's a sizable, uh, you know, pr- proportion of Muslims. Bosnia is one of them, and Macedonia and these types of places where in in Eastern kind of even in Eastern Europe, there's a lot of Islam and has been for hundreds of years. And it's uh, they're not like immigrants or anything. They they've been they're natural you know native muslims for for centuries. Uh, we're going to be speaking to uh, uh, another brother who's who's kind of uh, uh inshallah his his specialty is um the history of muslims in Europe. Dr. Well, Steph uh I forgot his surname. Chris. Steph not Chris, I don't know. Uh he's a Greek convert but um he his his um his work is on the history of of muslims in Europe and it's uh it's it's you know, very surprising, you know, for some people. I've been I've spoken to him a bit. Yeah, I think I think I Must think he been in Iran for a long time.
1: Also I would like to add on to that is that it's, it's quite uh, Ali Izabegovich, our former uh, uh our past uh, president who was in for the liberating of the Republic of Bosnia, he, he was a remarkable scholar. He was he was a v- mm. huge intellect, a philosopher uh, he did amazing things about the modern Muslim in Europe. You know, he wrote many books and texts and all that. He he went mm-hmm. to jail for being a Muslim during communism. He, You know, mashallah, a Mubarak mm. person. And what he left is he left us kind of in a bad situation only because you, it's pretty hard being that David and Goliath mm-hmm. against the West, a, a small Muslim nation inside of Europe. You know, uh, Bosnia was dubbed as like a, uh, a stain in Europe. They just mm-hmm. wanted to wipe us out. And what's also interesting is that we're, we're a natural Muslim country, as you said. We're, mm-hmm. we're naturally... like.
0: Assalamualaikum guys, me again, reminding you to head over to islam21c.com forward slash donate to keep the lights on on Islam 21C. We pride ourselves on being independent and being funded by the grassroots community the problem is is that um for centuries um, muslims and islam has been the other that has um was required for a a european identity uh, to be carved out uh, professor joseph Massad has a very interesting book islam in liberalism where he charts historically the the kind of the need for the Muslim, and the the Mohammedan, the infidel, and the various kind of the Moriscos, the various kind of terms used historically, the need for that other to define the boundary between Europe and uh, Islam. So without without Islam, without Muhammad, he said, Alaihi there would be no Charlemagne. Without this, there would be no that. So there's always been that. Um, the Islam and Muslims have been kind of the the placeholder for European insecurities to be projected and and hung there. So when you have a nation which is fully European, I mean, kind of historically and ethnically um, Caucasian, you know, yeah. <laughs> fully white so and fully quite Islamic, weird. it's quite weird. Like, it's like, like it goes against that um, that 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 construct that constructed Europeanness. So it's it's understandable why it's, it would be a, a kind of an annoyance to some people. Mm. But what what's the plan to kind of address that, in terms of to, to construct a new model of Europeanness that embraces its, you know, ethnicity and embrace embraces its Islam as well. It's
1: pretty deep. So the problem the problem with Bosnians as well is that uh, they are still stuck in a communist mentality. You know, mm. communi- communism still rules the Bosnians. It doesn't rule the Serbians or the Croatians, but it still rules the Bosnians. The, the, the Bosnians How long was
0: the communists you know, Where the communists in power there?
1: It's like on and off for eighty-five years.
0: Yeah, so that's multi-generational. Yeah, that's how you wipe out someone's, you know, the epistemicide. You know, have, um, wipe I don't, out the episteme. Because kind of genocide is for the bodies. Yeah. Epistemicide is kind of like for the mind and knowledge, yeah. and history and, and removing that. You know. So how how are they affected by there's still what you're going to say
1: I just like mentality like mentality of things where people say that's just the, the structure of of society is still almost living from communism they're still living with a communist mentality like they expect things they like people expect things mm. it's like just going off the subject a little bit uh, onto bosnia but uh they they really are still stuck in that mentality. Like they still think, "Oh, communism was much better." Like older generation, they'll say, "Oh, communism was much better. Everything was okay there. Everyone had a job. Everyone mm-hmm. was." They don't realize that they were, they were being controlled and there was no freedom and yeah. you, you couldn't go. And make how is sadar. it not
0: affected by this? Uh, how is it not affected the Serbs as much? How are they? How's their mentality different?
1: Uh, the Serbs just they they're free. They do whatever they want. They they they. It's interesting because a lot of people mm. come to Boston to try and do to, to to work with them, but they end up doing work with Serbs. I mean, you, you look at the Emiratis for, as an example.
0: Mm.
1: You know, the Emiratis would—I'm lo- sure they would love to do business with Bosnia. You know, but they do it with the Serbs. So It's interesting. Serbs, mm. Serbs—they just they just moved on quicker. You know, they just mm. moved on to their their own identity a lot quicker, where Bosnians were confused. I believe that i really believe mm. that Bosnians really got there when the war was starting They was like trying to figure out no they didn't realize that there's always this genocide is coming yeah. you know they didn't they didn't they're like no we still can work it out you know we, we, we like you you like us mm.
0: there's always this also there's always this kind of um trade-off you have to make between stability things aren't good but you know this is predictable this this order and what could be if you try and make things better, so there's always i mean generally people from an older generation they'll especially if they've seen war they've seen uh, you know violence and stuff they're going to be less likely to perhaps want change um than the younger younger generation so you know the whole Arab Spring you know is stunned by the youth and a lot one thing they said about Algeria, for example, is why algeria wasn't didn't take part of uh in the Arab Spring was because um, memory of war and genocide Ooh. was still fresh in their uh, minds, yeah, yes. and uh, somebody who's been op- repressed and oppressed for and subjugated for so long, you need time for them to it doesn't <coughs> sound nice, but to 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 be replaced by a younger generation who's been raised in in freedom, and this is one of the um, one of the wisdoms they mentioned. Some of the scholars mentioned about. When Musa liberated Bani Israel, and he's leading the way from Pharaoh, and Pharaoh's chasing them, and you can see some of the stuff they're saying to Musa. They're like, "Oh, look, there's a sea now. Oh, Musa, we're better back there, you know. Oh, Musa, we're going to be destroyed. We're either going to drown or Pharaoh's going to c- catch us." And they had that kind of subjugated mentality. And even when they were saved from Pharaoh, their mentality looked through the Quran. They're like, "You know, you and your Lord go and fight. We're not going to fight those people." We're not going to enter uh, Al Quds, Jerusalem, Um, and it was they were made to wander forty years in the desert. And some scholars said this one of the wisdoms for this was that the subjugated people they were to die out, and the younger generation who grew up in, you know, not in poverty, not not in poverty, but not in in subjugation under tyranny, they were able to then, you know, go to. And fight and, and, and go to Jerusalem and uh, and so forth. And that was one of the wisdoms Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, where did Musa grow up? He didn't grow up with mixed with Bani Israel fully. He grew up in the palace of, of Firaun, mm. you know, with with a kind of free leadership mentality, uh, rubbing shoulders with, you know, kings and that kind of stuff. So that has a deep impact on a person's tarbiyah, you know, and that, that's something I'm trying to. Um, conscious of with my own kids as well, and we should be conscious of with our kids that are they absorbing a, a a victim kind of or a defeated mentality When they're growing up, and that's one of the reasons I liked going back to Urthul that you know um, this is a Muslim guy, he's proud of Islam, he's showing that you can live Islam, you can you can be a victorious person in this dunya as well as being close to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And and just giving our kids these messages is more important than just giving them an explicit lesson? You know, do this, do this, do this, that, do that. If they're just absorbing like a victorious mindset, a leadership mentality, that Allah put you here for leading mankind, you know, for for looking after the earth. You're the steward. You're the khulafa of Allah's ta'ala on earth. You know, this is. Um, I think. Simple.
1: I think. What? What are you, uh, going back to on that mm. so, on that note? Uh, young kids these days, after watching so many so many Muslims being oppressed on television and that's so many like just straight degenerate bad stuff Mm -hmm. where we are always down 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 negative 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 Mm -hmm. and finally seeing that I mean it must really uplift the kid on that as leadership as you said as a role model to go get Mm -hmm. educated to go further yourself to to go and reach reach the stars Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I think that I think that's amazing. I think that's
0: so. It's sad that in Bosnia, the Muslims feel still that they, the kind of.
1: you have to understand. They went through. They, w-
0: they went through communism.
1: They went through a war. Yeah. They, uh, you can't blame them, of course. Yeah. Then, then after the war, there's the Dayton uh, treatment, uh, the Dayton treaty, and that's not in favor of really the Can Bosnians. Can you explain what that is? That's basically uh, the Bosnians were. After three and a half years of being bombed by, by the West, mm-hmm. you know, the, the support under the eyes of the West—I should say—under the eyes of the West, under the eyes of the UN, uh, rape, genocide, siege—the longest siege in modern history after World War II, the longest siege probably in, longest siege probably in history on a city, three and a half years of mm. siege in Europe,
0: largest uh, genocide sin- in Europe since the Holocaust.
1: Yes, and and uh everyone was watching that, so they said, Okay, we have to have to stop Boston but Bosnia started winning the war. if Bosnia starts winning the war, what's gonna happen?
0: Mm.
1: You're gonna have a Muslim state. You should have seen us. We were so pumped at the, by the end of the war. Mm. You know, everyone was like, Allah, but Allah we're all like practicing Muslims and we're all like into it. Mm. And through Allah's rahmah, we, we started winning the war. So in a nutshell, America called, said, stop the war or we bomb you both. And the Serbs basically were running at that stage. And then mm-hmm. they made this uh, crazy deal that uh, Serbia has like a state inside of Bosnia, and Bosnia a state, but we're going to call it all Bosnia as a governor. And you're not going to have their flag, You're not gonna have, we're going to have a different flag. but We accept that different flag, but the Serbs don't accept that flag. So it's just so much like... Uh, it's not fair.
0: It's just tensions it's as well. It's not fair. So, 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 so the these surface.
1: Bosnians have to live under that, you mm. know, after after losing a father, losing an uncle, losing losing a child. They have to live under that. Mm. Well, some of them lost their whole family, you know. They have to live under that. So you can't really blame them that they're thinking about, oh, you just started communism was so good, you know. Like, yeah. We were eating nothing and living in a house that they gave us, and we'd go to work and smoke cigarettes and drink coffee all day. and
0: basically the life. So. Mm. Smart so what are the, do you know any of the dawah efforts mm. going on in uh, Bosnia to try and uplift the people there? Try and maybe, uh, I would say tarbiyah is more, it, it, more important it, in on that scale than just dawah to non-Muslims, re- for example.
1: It's really not like here. And mm. I think because of the imams are all... I here
0: do you mean East London? <laughs> East
1: London, East, <laughs> L- East amazing. Yeah. Yeah. East is like, yeah. I feel like I'm, like um, uh, another realm here yeah. because everything everything's like an Islamic city
0: I think that's the most anyone's ever <laughs> praised East London
1: <laughs> it's, it's like, really it's like an Islamic city <laughs> we're West like. Londoners
0: so we don't take All kindly right. to praise of East London that way but, <laughs> but I mean comparatively yeah, mashallah there's a lot of Muslims here and I mean, institutions and stuff Muslim schools colleges is a college, Muslim college down the road Alhamdulillah um, East London masters there halal meat everywhere
1: Hello, me, halal meat <laughs> halal restaurants everywhere it's like yeah. it's just it's
0: amazing it's really amazing so how is it what are you saying it's not like here. how is it different then
1: Uh, so just like because of that that coming through the the, the ideas the ideas Mm. that you guys have that that you bring that that also in Australia same as here you know people are active see the Islamic community in Bosnia they're like an umbrella of everything if you're going to pay your this it's all controlled under them. It's basically, communism. Basically, mm. it's like communism. Islam in in and, and I understand that as well. I understand that it does have its positives. That mm. it does have a system, like its Ottoman system, that they're controlling everything because because of communism came that the Islamic community took all their properties and all that, and they they, they formed like this uh, committee
0: commune.
1: So yeah, mm. so they can they can control their their stuff before communism takes it. But uh, unfortunately, there's there's no think tanks like like mm. there's no there's no out classes and no, there's no classes and things like that that are that are like.
0: Is that because of repression, or yeah, w- could yeah, someone so. could you start and open up a center there, Dawah center, start doing things there?
1: Or? Uh, I think the Islamic community would come knocking my door or something. Like really? That, yeah, I, I think it's like that.
0: Man. Wow. So you need more maybe soft power, yeah, <laughs> kind of subtle forms of influencing people in a positive way, I guess.
1: I tell you this. I tell you one amazing thing for the Bosnians mm. and also I think it would benefit the uh, the English Muslims, would be uh, visits vice versa. For for I believe that if Bosnians see what you guys have here, they would be like, "Wow!" They'd be like, "They'd be so amazed with that." You know, this is the activity mm. that you have. You know, the progression that you, you, the things that you've accomplished here is is phenomenal.
0: Well, I don't mean to brag, but.
1: MashaAllah, really, really, really phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal.
0: And so, yeah. and so, like, you know, the, the elder generation they put the foundations, alhamdulillah. Mashallah,
1: mashallah. Yeah. Uh, and I also believe that the, the, the English Muslims, you know, you guys, I, I really think that you guys would benefit mm. seeing the, the Bosnians and, and the old structures and all, all the old, you know, libraries and, and masjids and madresses. You know, some of the madresses there are 500 years old. Wow,
0: you know. How do how does one go about booking a uh, trip to uh, Bosnia? Do you know anyone involved in the tourism business?
1: <laughs> you, can me, you can take my wife's number. <laughs> uh, listen, there there are a lot of agencies working on mm. that at the moment. You uh, have Fly Bosnia, Fly Bosnia, f- doing direct flights. And is that
0: going to actually help the local economy there and that kind of stuff? Or oh, absolutely! The kind of foreigners coming not, not, coming not, and exploiting. Well, you
1: know? If you think about it, it's the social economy of the of the Bosnians. Coffee shops and stuff, restaurants, uh, hotels, right. all that sort of stuff. It's mm. just, it's helping our economy, you know. It's it's, it's one thing that's mm. really helping us to succeed, and the development of tourism has taken off. I mean, the Khalijis, mm. the Khalijis are coming nonstop for the last four years. Like, it, and and it's, before, if you go four years ago in Boston, if you saw someone walking around with nikab, they'll be freaked out. Be this, they mm. don't know how to take it. They're like, "Wow, this <laughs> nikab," and they talk about it all day. they be like it will be like yeah. on TV. They'll be talking about why is the not but now because of the Khalidis are coming, it's like it's, it's the norm. You know, they 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 they've digested mm. it, okay, which is good. So like breaking these barriers mm. for the mentality of 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 the communist mentality of Bosnians, mm. Muslim Bosnians, uh, it's it's it's, it's just. I think about just visiting, discussing, meeting mm. because I believe that Bosnians when they see. Uh, Brothers with beards, you know, they, they kind of freak out a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, th- although now beards are really hipster and cool. Yeah. But when they when they see, like...
0: Do you have hipsters in Bosnia?
1: We do. Mm-hmm. They, they wear tight pants and that's <laughs> things. It's a bit annoying.
0: <laughs> what about the trousers? Tr-
1: trousers are tight <laughs> but too.
0: But pants are... we oh. In England, we call pants uh, the stuff you wear under your trousers. They're underwear. Yeah, underwear. So
1: that's pants. Yeah.
0: So the your pants, pants are underwear.
1: Your pants are underwear. Yeah. So those,
0: those are trousers. Oh, these are these trousers? Yeah. All
1: oh, right, on. Just, just, be, yeah. <laughs> just be, careful. Sorry, parents.
0: guys. <laughs> if you're going around and going saying uh, describing someone else's pants, yeah. then it might come across as a bit uh, weird. dodgy here.
1: <laughs> weird. Not dodgy. Yeah. Weird.
0: <laughs> it's better than uh, Kamal Sheikh Kamal Lucky. He was describing uh, some brothers as buff. I mean, for he's an American. So buff there means kind of muscles and muscly and stuff. Buff here means you know attractive. Attractive, yeah. So yeah. don't call anyone buff, especially Unless you especially mean. other guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what's the what's the future for you then in terms of the, the arts? You got this program running in um, in, in Turkey. It looks, sounds very uh, interesting, but do you have any ideas for something with your own co- creative control? Maybe? So
1: I'm, I'm developing something that's similar to uh at the moment. Nice. a T V show.
0: Uh, it, it won't it's be like Claudius' revenge. Yeah, it's
1: just <laughs> Claudius <laughs> he comes, comes back. Comes back from the dead. I actually thought about this. I actually <laughs> thought about it. I actually thought about you know, maybe they can like uh yeah. call me up. I was, I was waiting for a call. Like maybe they'll call me up and say, you know what, you're gonna play Claudius's yeah. brother, revenging it and then he also becomes Muslim. <laughs> I was thinking about that but it didn't happen. They didn't call me yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, just dreaming. You can, do, you, you can do your own stuff.
1: You don't need them. No, I don't need them. I need them. Uh, so, uh, I really, I really, since a young age, I was very into uh, cinema and being an actor and filmmaking, and that I, had, I always had that hadef, that that that,
0: that uh, objective that I wanted to make. Salam guys, last reminder. I promise. Head over to Islam twenty one c dot com forward slash donate to help this movement get to the next level. So we have genuine, high quality media articulating Islam in the twenty first century and developing confident Muslims impacting the world for the better. Islamic, you hadif? Hadif, yeah, oh, Islamic content. Cool. Is that a thing in Turkey? That's Turkish and Arabic. Oh, okay. And Urdu hadif means go. Well, I don't know how but you know Urdu? I've never you heard it kind of mixed in English like uh, as an ADM or something. Nice one. Okay, so it's gone into my long-term. Hedef. uh, hedef. It's Arabic, isn't it? Yeah, Hedef. So, uh, I I mean, goal basically, obviously. Goal. My goal. goal, My objective. Goal. Goal. Goal.
1: My where I'm going. Yeah. Target. Target. Hedef. Target. Uh, So, uh, I always wanted to make content. Mm. Mahmoud's
0: got a few, uh, I think, scripts and uh, treatments already. He's he's a filmmaker as as well. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, he's made a few films. Okay. Uh, maybe you can uh, I'd love and to s- if you need like a lead character you're you're it just uh, you're, you are know, I was uh, I was good at drama yeah that's right that's yeah.
1: right your, your science teachers <laughs> told us that <laughs> <laughs> they said like you're terrible at science are <laughs> good
0: <with that> drama <laughs> time to prove the drama teachers right now <laughs> <laughs> so what 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 ideas you have so another eto uh, uh, like series so uh, they they
1: there are uh, there's a lot of ideas, uh, but there's mm. there's one right now I'm working on Uh Salahuddin. I, nice. I, I, I just think in the English language for the rest of the world,
0: the kingdom of heaven from the other perspective.
1: It's not. It's not. Not. It's <laughs> not really. Okay. So it's, it's not really kingdom of heaven. It's more. It's more so yeah. like younger Salahuddin, oh, like younger, nice. like how how he got into the military origin story.
0: Yeah. No. Just how
1: how how he how he came <laughs> yeah. about. You
0: know. It was bitten by a radioactive spider.
1: And just like, <laughs> <laughs> started flying around, yeah. killing crusaders and yeah.
0: that's like... <laughs> nice, that's a good that's idea. That's not true, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people say, you know. <laughs> uh, do you think series are more... Would you prefer series rather than feature film? Or, or uh, do you I, think it's more powerful or uh, impactful?
1: I, I just believe that uh, series are the way mm. to go now. Like, t- TV is, is everything. Because everyone, everyone treats the... the a film a or a watch, series, is the same. But they're going to watch it on their own TV at the, at the, at the end of the day. Mm. So
0: you don't have that kind of uh, sentimental thing about the silver screen, uh, the big screen. It,
1: cinema is always cinema, especially mm. when when you watch something that was like an, an epic, like an epic film, like the message, like a five act film. Like normal normal mm. films are done in three acts, but when you watch a five act film, wow! Well, um, well, I didn't know um, that was it. On wait wait for it seventy two 72 millimeter you know seventy two millimeter film when you watch that, that it's uh, like watering. and there, there's there's uh, <laughs> there's a cinema there's a couple of cinemas in Hollywood that, that still do it mm. and I mean well actually Tarantino brought out a bunch of seventy two millimeter format stuff but uh, there's one in particular called the Egyptian the Egyptian cinema because the Egyptians. Uh, in Hollywood, had a lot of respect uh, years ago because Egyptian cinema was huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I don't know why they stopped, but they just ceased after I don't know 1960 or some 1970. They just sort of
0: just. They do a lot of TV dramas. That's the big yeah, thing but like the, everyone Asia. does TV yeah, dramas. They're the Hollywood of right? the the whole Arab world. Really, some people say
1: yeah. Yeah, okay, the, but they they were yeah. the Hollywood. They were like like. Egyptian. So what's a
0: five act film? I've never heard of. A five act, three a, a act, five
1: act film is, is like, uh, so you know, Doctor Stravago, uh, Lawrence of Arabia, like David Lean films, but uh, a lot of the epics, like old, old epics, were like in five acts. So it just means that the, the acts are broken up, mm. and the the, the storyline is is uh, the journey of the character is, is is a different architect of these three act films.
0: Does it have dancing in it? N- okay, I was thinking of something else some <laughs> some Bollywood films are like Bolly- three, 3 hours long I I I
1: think they would be 5X films yeah. one of those epics that are yeah. maybe are into in, any
0: Bollywood cinema no it's the biggest biggest uh, film industry in the world I think apparently I think that's because of sheer numbers because it's like a, 3 billion people that
1: in India can, watching
0: uh, it uh, watching it not, not just in India But yeah. all around the world Around the world T- and Translated and stuff uh, Well Yeah It's been good talking to you I think we, we, we need to Feed you And get you some good coffee now You, yeah, you can try uh, I Try feed. out some uh, Yeah uh, It's always a surprise with me You try out um, Some uh, local coffees Now There's a There's a very nice Independent place Here that uh, That roasts its own beans It's called Starbucks You might have heard of it Okay uh, it's kind of a quaint in- indie kind of East London joint. We can we can go down there. Nah, no, inshallah. I think it's pronounced that. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh Rashad Strick. Rashad Hamza Strick, not Rashid. Uh, AKA Claudius. AKA Omar. AKA Claudius's uh, blood brother's revenge coming in uh, 2021. Inshallah, starring uh, Salman Ba. As Claudius is a <laughs> <as laughs> <Cloudy's is>, uh, <laughs> slightly better looking brother, uh, but uh, yeah, for watching at home. If you like this podcast, give a like and a share. Um, we're on just a reminder, we're on all the podcast platforms, uh, wherever you get your podcast, so you can um, uh, download them there. And uh, yeah, give us a good review, some comments, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. As salamu alaikum rahmatullah.